What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Mind Over Macros podcast. As always, I am your host, Mike Milner. Today's episode, I am going to give you a little bit of a hack for dining out, restaurant meals, holidays. It's the time of year where a lot of people struggle. And I understand that it can be a little bit stressful when you've got the occasions on the horizon and you're stressing out about going out to dinner with your family or having a holiday meal and how to track it, how to log it, or do you even have to track it? So I'm going to give you a couple of different strategies depending on where you're at in your journey that I think will be super helpful. But before I get into that, I got a special announcement because as of this episode being released, which should be Monday, November 8th, the next neurotyping challenge is open for enrollment. And this is the last challenge of the year. So if you have any ambitions of achieving your goals through the holiday season, this is it. You want to jump into this challenge because the results that we've been creating are second to none. Legitimately, the the mindset transformations, the physical transformations we have just continued to produce, the community has just gotten stronger. The amount of resources that we've added, the support, truly an amazing experience. So if you have any desire to achieve some results and you understand the importance of your personality and creating those results, if you want a nutrition plan that is built for you specifically, if you want a training plan that you will actually enjoy because it is based off the principles of your own neurotype, the challenge is open officially for enrollment. So you can just go to neurotypechallenge.com and get yourself enrolled. That's neurotypechallenge.com. Now, we do have a private coached option. This last challenge was the first time we rolled this out. It's $97 to be coached through the challenge. That way, you don't have to create your own nutrition plan. You don't have to you, you basically have a coach holding you accountable and guiding you through the process. So we rolled this out last challenge and our group clients just absolutely killed it. There was a huge difference in the people that tried to go at it alone and the people that got coached through the process. And it makes sense, obviously, the more accountability you have, the more support, the more guidance, the better off you'll be. For only $97, we have 120 spots open. And a lot of our current clients who did the $97 are jumping in again. So I'm not sure that those spots are going to last very long. So I highly recommend you go to neurotypechallenge.com, get yourself enrolled and upgrade to the coached option if you choose. This will be the last time that we offer this. We're not doing the coached option again. This is the last time in the foreseeable future that we will be doing this because we're actually rolling something else out that will kind of take its place. Um, I can't give away too much information about that, but I will tell you that this is it for the challenge. If you want to be coached through the challenge, you have to enroll now. This is the last challenge of the year. This is the last time we're doing the private coached option. So that's all I'm going to say about that. You can take that information and do with it as you please, but opportunities like this don't come around very often. So I highly recommend you take advantage. It's neurotypechallenge.com. All right, let's get into the details, why you're here. How do we 
incorporate restaurant meals, holiday meals, all of that stuff. It's the time of year. So we need a game plan. Going in blind typically doesn't go very well. Now, I will ask if you get some value out of this episode, if you can just share it on Instagram, let the people know that you're listening to the Mind Over Macros podcast. So you can take a screenshot of the episode, post it to your stories, tag me at coach underscore Mike underscore Milner. And of course, if you leave a five-star rating and review on iTunes, it is incredibly helpful for growing the show. Now, here's what typically happens around this time of year. Usually, people, we, we hear all this advice, we hear all this stuff you know, on the interwebs about dieting through the holidays. And it's like, you know, you're, you're, all these numbers are thrown out there about the average, how, how much weight people gain through this, this season and all this stuff. And then you're hit with a lot of messaging about like, don't gain weight through the holidays and do this diet and do this diet. And what ends up happening is most people restrict and then the holidays come, you indulge, you feel like crap about yourself. So you continue indulging, then maybe you strict restrict again, then another binge happens, another indulgent, you know, holiday meal or whatever it may be. The next thing you know, it's January and you feel like you're starting over. Let's change that cycle. I, I used to live that cycle pretty frequently and it's not very fun. It doesn't have to happen that way. It's actually pretty easy to break that cycle. And it starts with how you approach the holidays in general. I'll say it, it starts with how you approach your nutrition in general, because if you continue to believe that this is something that you're either on or off, you'll continue to fall into that trap. If you're like, all right, I have to be quote unquote on. And oftentimes that looks like perfection. That looks like restriction. That looks like low calories. And then you reach your tipping point or you go out to eat with your family or you've got you know Thanksgiving dinner you overindulge a little bit. Now you're quote unquote off and then you stay off and then you're like, all right, I have to get back on. You get back on and you rinse and repeat that cycle, which typically leaves you in a worse spot than when you started because your body doesn't like to live on either end of the extreme. That is actually, um, it's actually pretty damaging when you go from very restrictive to very indulgent. That's pretty much the worst thing that you can do for your metabolism. There's, there's a phrase that I think I'm probably going to butcher here, but it's, it's called the optimum speed of adaption. And what that refers to is like when you push the speed of something too much where you can actually feel it, you've accelerated past the optimum speed of adaption. What that means, like when you are trying to lose weight, and you push the, the, the tempo or the pace really fast by being overly restrictive, you can feel the impact of that. You can feel the impact in terms of your hunger, in terms of cravings. You can feel the impact in terms of your energy. Like You can physically feel the impact of trying to move too quickly. So you've, ex you've accelerated past the optimum speed of adaption, which is not a good thing. That's when your, your body's like, wait a minute, we need to downregulate metabolism. We need to lower sex hormones. We need to decrease thyroid output. All of these things happen as a protective mechanism because you've pushed past the optimum speed of adaption. The, the same thing happens with like training. If you're working out and you're trying to adapt too quickly, 
you're like, you know what? I want to build muscle. So I'm going to just load up the bar and I'm going to keep pushing and keep pushing past what is optimal. You will feel that with like debilitating soreness and your muscles won't be able to recover. You've pushed past that optimum speed. What people struggle with is that you shouldn't actually feel the progress happening. And it's kind of a weird, it's kind of a weird push and pull because it almost feels boring and slow, which is actually a good sign. So when you don't feel like the intense hunger, when you don't feel low energy, that's a good sign. You shouldn't be physically feeling the impact. You should over time gradually notice the changes like, oh, wow, I lost a half a pound a week. If you lose a half a pound a week in a year, you're down 26 pounds because you decided to not push past that optimum speed of adaption. That sets the frame of kind of like what we should be focusing on, which is the middle ground. I know it's so cliche to say balance, but if you go into the holiday season thinking that you have to be extreme to compensate for the indulgences, you're going to you're going to damage your metabolism in a way that's that's not very pleasant. And even if it's not your metabolism that suffers, your mindset will suffer because you're constantly going to feel this sense of of like I'm a failure. I I couldn't keep my shit together. I couldn't stay on track, right? You, you have all these thoughts about your ability and you start to second guess yourself and question what you're doing. And then, like I said, you find yourself in, in January 1st, January 2nd, all right, new year, new you, you know, whatever bullshit marketing you hear and you fall right into it because of how you approached everything from the get-go. So even though it sounds super cliche, we actually have to take a step back and consider the approach that we're taking in general. Now, once you realize that, all right, I don't want to rush the process. I actually want to do something that's sustainable. Balance is actually important, even though it's cliche to say. Now that you have that as a foundation for moving forward, we can actually look at some very simple strategies when it comes to dining out, when it comes to the holidays. So don't go in blind. That's first and foremost, um, because if you do that, oftentimes, you'll end up trying to compensate the next day. So let's just say you have no plan. And then all of a sudden you have like a holiday, you know, family gathering, you eat a lot, you feel like crap, you wake up the next morning, you're like bloated, you feel gross. Typically your emotional reaction to that will be to restrict heavily. And you'll find yourself back in that same cycle that I just talked about because you didn't have a plan going in. So you end up being like, all right, well, I overindulged. I'm just going to cut my calories for the next few days and I'm going to eat, you know, a thousand calories a day. And then that should make up for it. Making up for it is never a good idea. However, you can go in with the law of weekly averages, which I think is a very um, reasonable strategy because you have a plan. So you're not going to feel like crap. When you already have a plan in place and you understand like weekly averages are more important than day-to-day fluctuations. So if I know that on average, I'm trying to eat 2000 calories a day, just using a hypothetical. Okay. So that's 14,000 calories that I get for the week. That weekly average is more important than being precise with 2000 calories a day. So that means that there can be a day where I eat 4,000 calories. What does that mean? That means I have 10,000 calories left 
for the duration of the week. So having a game plan, let's just say, you know, for, for Thanksgiving, if you're in the States and you've got Thanksgiving in, in a couple weeks or three weeks, I don't know how far away it is, but <laughs> three weeks away. And for that week, you're like, okay, you don't need to know exactly how many calories you're eating on Thanksgiving. You don't have to track anything. You don't have to worry about it, but you can just assign a number, even though it's kind of arbitrary, but give it a number. Let's say it's 5,000 calories. And just now you can take your weekly averages and, and make that work. That's one way of doing it. If you're somebody who likes to have a little bit more of a you know grasp on your nutrition and you don't want to just ignore it, cool. Do the law of weekly averages. Assign a number to that day and then work around that for the rest of the week. Is it going to be perfect? Absolutely not. But tracking in general is imperfect. So at least it gives you a game plan where you're not riding this roller coaster of highs and lows because you know what you're getting into and you're not compensating. You're not like punishing yourself mentally. It's a totally different frame when you go in with that game plan versus going in blind, you overindulge, and then you try to quote unquote, make up for it later. That mindset is a huge difference. So that's one way of handling it. Another way of handling it is you just take it as a free, like you don't compensate. You don't worry about the weekly averages. You realize that it's just one day. It's not a big deal. So you do your thing norm, as you normally would. You prioritize you know, the, the things that are actually going to move the needle, like some of the daily habits that we talk about all the time. You know that for the whole week, you're still going to do your thing. You're going to get your steps. You're going to train. You're going to drink water. You're going to eat quality foods. You're going to you know, do all of the things that we talk about. And then you're just going to enjoy that Thanksgiving meal or whatever it is, dinner out with the family, any holiday meal, whatever the thing is, you're just going to enjoy it. You're not going to think twice about it. You don't have to track it. You don't have to worry about it. And then you're just going to move on and continue with your life because it's one day, it's one week. It's not that big of a deal. So that's another perfectly reasonable strategy going in uh, is just take that day, enjoy it. Don't try to make up for it. Don't overcompensate. You have a game plan, just stick to it and continue with your life. Um, the other thing is with with a rest with like restaurant meals, if it's not something that like if you feel like, okay, well, I know that for the holidays I want to do that strategy. I'm just gonna enjoy it, not think about it. But then there's also the times where like we go out to eat as a family and we go out to dinner together. And I do want to keep things a little bit more dialed in. There's a couple things that you can do here. Now keep in mind that you don't have to do this, right? This is, I think, sometimes understanding that you have a choice here. I think so many times we, we get ourselves in trouble because we think we're obligated to do something. If you realize that it's your personal choice, you don't have to do anything. You get to do this. If this is something that you care about your progress and you want to have strategies in place that allow you to move forward while still enjoying your life, view it as something that you get to do. It's not something that you have to do. You are an adult. You get to make your own decisions. This is something that you get to do. So you go in with that mindset first and foremost, and then whatever it is that you're doing that night, let's say it's a family dinner and you're going out to a restaurant, there's a couple things. Number one, you can use the strategy that I talked about where you assign a number to that meal. 
Again, it doesn't have to be perfect, but you can probably get pretty close when you estimate like, okay, I'm going to go out. I'm probably going to order like whatever, pasta or pizza or something. I'm going to assign a calorie total to that meal. And then I'm just going to make the rest work for that day or that week, because you can either take that day and just, okay, let's just say I assign 2000 calories to that dinner. Cool. I had my dinner. Great. I can make the calories and macros get pretty close for the day, or I can just take the total from that whole day and make that work in my weekly averages. That's number one. Number two, you can look at something that's similar from a chain restaurant because chain restaurants have to um, they have to report their their calories, their macros. Uh, they have to report that if there's I, I can't remember how many locations, but if you have more than a certain number of locations, you are required to report your nutrition info. Again, not going to be 100% you know accurate, but that's okay. We're just trying to get close enough and have a game plan and stick to it. That's more important than being perfect. Just having a game plan and following through is more important than being perfect. So you look at, all right, well, let's say I'm going out for like pasta. Okay. Can I look at, I don't know, like macaroni grill or <laughs> whatever, um, Olive Garden, right? There's, there's something that uh, there's going to be a chain restaurant that's similar cuisine to where you're eating. So find a dish that's similar, look up what their nutrition info is and put that in my fitness pal, pretty straightforward. And then you're just going to do your thing as you normally would. Don't think twice about it. Don't second guess it. Don't worry about like, oh, well, this one was like an entry that had cheese and mine didn't have cheese and whatever the fuck. Like, it doesn't matter. You're just trying to get close enough. Just put something in, move on with your life. You don't have to second guess it. This is just to have a game plan, to stick with it, to follow through and to move forward. That's it. That's literally it. So that's how I would handle like, okay, I'm going out with my family. I'm doing this. You know, I have, we've got dinner out somewhere and I want to stay relatively dialed in. Again, you don't have to do this. Like a lot of times I just use the, the strategy of it's just one day I'm going to enjoy myself. And I know that I'm pretty damn consistent most of the time. So I don't need to worry about it. That's also a perfectly reasonable strategy. It depends on you as an individual, knowing yourself, knowing what you're trying to accomplish, and then picking the strategy that best suits your needs. Or you realize that you have a hard time doing that on your own, and you should probably invest in coaching. That would be the most logical decision is, hey, I know that I struggle on my own with these type of things. So I should probably invest in coaching because it's going to save me a lot of time and mental energy. That's personally what I would recommend as the, as the most obvious choice. But again, you're an adult, you have to make your own decisions. Um, I think that there are certain things that can help us stay pretty consistent with, with all of the other stuff that truly matters. I talk about the foundational items, right? Like just because you're going through the holiday season, that doesn't mean that your anchors, as I like to call them, that doesn't mean that your anchors go out the window. That's when we double down on our anchors. That's when we lean on the fact that I'm still going to get 10,000 steps a day. I'm still going to drink enough water. I'm still going to eat my veggies. I'm still going to move and train and, and recover and manage stress and prioritize sleep. Like Those are your anchors that you lean on. 
Now I know that sometimes with holidays, you can, there's like travel involved and things like that. So yeah, you have to be a little bit more intentional. There's a reason why, like right now I'm not home, but there's a reason why I have things like my, my Celsius packets to flavor my water. So I know that I'm drinking enough water while I'm not home. I also have my little green juice packets from Organifi because I know that I'm not going to be getting in as many veggies. So having something like green juice from Organifi keeps me, that's like my insurance policy. And of course, if you've been following for any length of time recently, you know that you've got the hookup for Organifi just by being a Mind Over Macros listener. So you can go to Organifi.com slash popfam and enter code popfam at checkout. You get 20% off anything that they offer, which is an amazing product line. All natural ingredients, nothing artificial. Uh, the green juice is my favorite. The gold juice is something that both Mel and I have literally every single night as part of our wind down routine. Um, they have a whole plethora of, of products to support gut health, hormone health, um, to help you get your greens in, to help you with, with sleep. Um, so you've got that available to you. Take advantage of it. Organifi.com slash popfam. Use code popfam at checkout. Put yourself in the driver's seat and take control of your anchors and double down on that stuff that truly moves the needle. Like what you do on any given day is pretty irrelevant in the, in the big picture, but it's it's focusing on those foundational elements that are going to move the needle over time. And that's when kind of bringing this full circle, like when I say you don't want to move past the the speed or the threshold of optimal of of adaptation of of you know that that threshold speed of adaption, you should not feel the impacts. It should be boring. It's the boring work that gets the job done where it's like, you're not going to feel the impact of 10,000 steps a day. You're not going to feel the impact of drinking enough water. You're not going to feel the impact of you know prioritizing veggies. It's not like there's all, all of a sudden going to be this, this shift in a moment. And that's a good thing because the more that you feel the impact, the more likely that you've accelerated past that threshold of optimal adaption. So I hope that makes sense. Like it should, it should feel pretty straightforward and boring. And then you should be able to see the results over a long period of time. So being able to delay uh, gratification and understand that this takes time, it's, it's, you're playing the long game. You should notice the results after a while. And that is the motivation. And, and not that you need motivation to keep going, but that should be like the, the key indicator that, okay, things are moving because I'm actually doing the boring work. I'm not feeling the impacts. Like, yes, over time, you will feel considerably, like you'll feel a lot better over time. But my point is it's not going to be an overnight switch. If you feel something very quickly, um, that's probably not the best sign. Gradually, as you're, as you're eating more, as you're prioritizing movement and, and recovery and hydration and all of those things, yes, you'll feel a lot better over time. You will feel more energetic. You'll, you'll notice that your mood's better. You'll, no, you'll notice that your sleep is better, better you know, clarity and focus. All of those things will happen, but it will be a gradual change. So I know I'm kind of off on a tangent now, but hopefully this all makes sense in terms of, first of all, the mindset when you're approaching this time of year, and then also some strategies to help you with the holidays, with restaurant meals, travel, all of that stuff. So you've got your game plan. Now it's just a matter of executing. And 1000% cannot recommend this enough. 
go sign up for the challenge, neurotypechallenge.com. If you want to put yourself in the best position to succeed, do the upgrade. There's only 120 spots available. It's $97. It's literally a steal. Um, And this will be the last time that we ever do it. So don't miss out. Don't end up sitting on the sidelines. And then you see all the transformations. You see, like, I'm going to get ready to post stuff to my stories from this last challenge. So all this coming week, as we are filling the spot, the slots for the next challenge, you're going to see the results. You're going to see the transformations. You're going to see the testimonials. And you're hopefully not going to decide to sit on the sidelines again, because then you're going to, another four weeks are going to go by, and then it's going to be December. And you're going to see a whole new set of transformations, testimonials that happen from this coming challenge. And why not you? Why can't you be one of those people? Like, ask yourself that question legitimately. Why not me? Whatever your answer is, if you have a real answer, when you ask yourself, why not me? And you immediately think of something, it's probably an excuse. It's probably a story that you're telling yourself. It's probably not real. Don't believe every thought that you have. What you need to do is commit, take action, and actually follow through. If you do those things, you'll get where you want to be and beyond anything that you thought was possible. But it starts with commitment, taking action, following through. And you can do that right now, neurotypechallenge.com. That's the last I'm going to say of it. Go sign up. Hopefully this was helpful. And I'll talk to you guys very soon.